0: so much Kellen, for this opportunity uh, to know more about our company. My name is Queen Rovu. I'm the CEO and the founder member of QP Drone Tech. And, and QP Drone Tech is a commercial drone company, but you've got a social impact vehicle known as South Africa Flying Lab. Thank you.
1: It's Kellen, and today on Diversified Game, I have the queen, the queen of drones. I almost want to say the queen of drones in South Africa are the queen of South Africa, but that could be controversial because somebody will be saying, hold on. Um, you know, that's my title. So I welcome the queen of the flying labs. This is a woman in drones. And that is a very rare thing, no matter where you are in the world. So what I want you guys to do is take notes. I want you to listen, or if those of you who are watching, I want you to make sure that you share this with somebody because women in drones is growing. And I featured other women in drones. And I'm going to keep showing you women in drones because it is not a male, you know, only feel. Women are more than welcome. So welcome, Queen, to the show. How are you doing today?
0: Thank you. Thank you. I'm feeling excited and looking forward to be talking to you.
1: Well, I want you to talk to the people and tell them, What do you do at Flying Labs and all the other ventures that you're in? And I also want you to tell them, why do you do it? How did you get into it? And of course, how difficult it was being a woman, an African woman, getting into the field. I know that's all a lot, but, you know, take your time and feel free to share your story. Okay. Now,
0: Thanks so much for the opportunity and for the invite, of course. Yes, uh, the, the whole drone story started three years ago uh, because I've been into business for a long time, I think more than 20, 25 years, you know. But uh, four years ago, actually, I decided to go into a tech space, you know, but I knew my limitations. So I said, let me go back to a business school to learn about technology. Since I'm not an engineer by a qualification, but I'm more of a technopreneur. That means that I partner as just a businesswoman, and partner with technical people and do business with them, you know? So I went to Vets Business School. is one of the prominent business schools in South Africa where they exposed me to this drone tech uh, uh, technology. And upon uh, finishing my, my master's in entrepreneurship and which one modules one on, on, on drone technology because I, those, I, I also decided, by the way, that I want to be a global player, because in my previous businesses, I was just uh, doing business in South Africa, but I, kn- I now wanted to be a global player so immediately after completing my master 's degree from business school, I went to China because uh, during those times, I realized that China is one of the leading countries uh, that are leading in this technological technology. So I was based in Shenzhen. For six months, it's kind of a Silicon Valley of China, where I got exposure with drone technology. And then upon coming back, then I launched my business uh, known as um, QP Drone Tech. You know, and the business model that I was pushing, of course, was to because I saw the niche market and what I learned from China that they were big in manufacturing this drone. So, uh, my big ambition was that I want to open a factory in South Africa whereby we are building and manufacturing these these drones here, you know. Uh, But unfortunately, it was difficult for me to secure funding to have this smart factory hence I pivoted into services that while I'm busy attracting investment to build the factory, let me pivot and offer services. And then I I, I partnered with people that were already in the in the services space. And yeah, hence I'm I'm big on services now, without forgetting the the, the older dream or the older, the, the previous business model of building. Which became, by the way, a blessing in disguise because now we offer services, drone services to clients and I, I begin to to understand their pain, that the drones that we are using, they're not necessarily managing their pain, it's either they're not um, they're not uh, weather resistant to, to, to African market, or the sensor's not talking to them, and all of that. So now, what I did in the national, it's vertical integration, where I know that as much as you want to build, but because of the ha- first hand experience with services, we're gonna be building drones that are informed by what is happening out there in the market, you know? And the last one is the South African Flying Lab, which is our, our, our social impact vehicle. Why are we seeing that? Uh, it's an opportunity that, by the way, I got through a, a global company called We Robotics, in which they have all these flying lab concepts in most of the countries, I think state three countries, in which they are present now and we're so fortunate because me and my, my partners and i got invited to be a south african uh flying lab we pitched there was a lot of uh due diligence that was was done and we were chosen as as a south africa uh, south african flying lab whereby we plow back into local communities where through stem projects we teach or introduce The young ones and the youth on drone technology, the the, 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 the care option they have, the business opportunity they can have using this this particular year. So it's a kind of a social impact project. Maybe for now, let me stop there. I don't know if you want me to continue, but let me pause to give you an opportunity to engage me further. Thank you.
1: Well yes no that that's that's great great stuff and you know some people will be listening and saying wait I didn't know there was a black Drone company, but your drones are very. I mean, they they look high end. They're not the typical thing. We're just flying. I mean, you have a drone that's carrying a bullhorn, and I assume that's for you know serious messaging. You know, if there's a um, a a serious maybe a tsunami or something coming, um, or if you need help, I also could see politicians using that. So instead of driving around, they have the drones. Vote for so and so. Vote for. Julius Malema, vote for Julius Malema, vote for Julius Malema. Yeah. So, um, so you know, you tell the people: Are your drones more for the end user? Are they more for the surveyors? Are those who are delivering, you know, medicine possibly food to to yes, people? Yes. You know, through
0: experience, I, I've learned not to uh, inbox myself. You know, uh, I used to to say I'm a drone, aspiring drone manufacturer. But now, thanks to one to one accelerator that I attended after coming back from China here in South Africa, where they advised me, call yourself a service provider so that you don't limit yourself. Hence, even in the op- in, in the services that you are offering, we don't say you are a service provider that is focusing on drone delivery. You know, because a drone is a drone. What you do, you can use it uh, for different applications. It depends uh, on your mission. For instance, we've got clients that are interested that we do drone delivery, you know. So we use a different payload for that. The client that are interested that we do um, disaster management, we just change a sensor for that. Of course, there are cases where you have to change the drone as well. So we're calling ourselves a service provider because we say, should you want us to offer drone services uh, for security surveillance? We've got a sensor for that want us to do delivery we also offer that services hence our strength is collaborations you know we provide with many other service provider that have different sensors you know for instance there's one client who says we he's interested that we do um Uh, The the service for for mineral extraction, you know, we took that assignment because we know we've got a partner that does that, so we are service provider that can play around with different sensors it depends on our client needs we do building condition assessment 3D modeling security surveillance, you know. as you said, the one that is going to our new baby that will be launching soon on delivery, you know, yes. So yeah, so that's what makes us different that you're not boxing ourselves on saying we can do one because of partnership, we are blessed with partnership so we can offer anything in the town space, yeah.
1: Okay, now tell the people, especially those, you know, the, the, the women listening, uh, being a woman, being an African woman, getting into tech um, anywhere you are as a woman in the world is, it's not the same going up the ladder. Um, you know, besides people trying you in the boardroom, they—they um, they ha- you have to prove yourself that you know what you're talking about. So how has that journey been? And do you have any tips for any women who are, you know, starting that journey to say, Always do this because you know you're gonna be judged <laughs> more than a man because you're gonna be judged on even your physical look. So what you wear is either gonna turn people on or off in multiple ways, you know. And 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 it's 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 complex. It's more complex than I even know. Except I hear in the boardroom and I'm hearing people talk in 2022 still like, really? That's what we're talking about? Her hair? <laughs> we're talking about her hair either we're going to give the money or we're not you know i mean it's a great idea or it's not so let's not bring up her fashion or her hair or her body type because it doesn't mean anything in our progress or profit
0: yes no uh you have just need picking the butt. it's like that it's been a difficult journey but something doable, achievable, and it to become successful. But I need to be honest that it hasn't been difficult because of all what you you you've cited as well. You know, um where people are discriminating you, as I said that initially, uh, saying that you know, she's not even an engineer. How can she tell us? Don't understand that some engineer, most of the engineer, they're just interested in innovating. They are not, they don't have necessarily high entrepreneur orientation. While some of us come with that is our strength. So we work together and both of us become successful, you know. So that's one uh, discrimination that one sometimes faces that you need to prove that how can you be in a, t- Technospace. space, while you don't have that, that that qualification. But I'm saying, I am, and I'm learning, I talk the language now, because I work with engineers all the time. So that's one. The other one is also based on, say, because of your skin color and all of that. You find that um, people you know that are lucky. I can't say that like, because it means then I'm not lucky. That they, they belong to a, a certain race. You know, it's easier for them to penetrate. The, the industry, unlike some of us, you know, there's a lot of doubt. You have to prove yourself and all of that, you know, but it's worth it. It's worth it. And this is the journey that I am, um, I am, and it, it, it's beginning to pay off because I, I had to end the respect. I didn't give up. You know, I didn't give up that um, I'm not going to make it because I'm a woman. I get discriminated, or I don't have the, fun, the the resources that my other counterparts, like I established company, have. You know, I said, resource of, of of whether I have resources or not, I'm going to be persistent. So it's important as as women and as. Specifically, black women to keep on pushing to be, to be persistent and also passion. You know, I think that what that made me suffer even in my previous businesses that I'm passionate. You know, I do something that interests me because I know that I go all out and I'm able to persevere even if it's difficult. You know, so those are some of the things that are uh, kept, kept me going. And the issue of knowing yourself as a woman, self knowledge, where are your strengths, you know? My strength is business development, my strength is collaboration, and I exploit it. You know, I approach companies that I know you're good operationally, you have these tools, but maybe you're not interested in, in only focusing on and getting business for yourself. Let's see how we work together. And, and we, we have a, win-win, a, a, a solution. So these are some of, of, of the stuff that I'm learning, and a lot of inspiration and motivation yourself i read a lot of books you know people that have been through this journey before you know what made them success and all of them they share the same story it wasn't easy but because we believed in our vision we believe in our dream look at us today yeah so these are the some of the guy of, of, of the tips and advices i'll give to to other women that um let's go let's go for it and and let's let, let's become the unicorn but we shouldn't forget to take other people on board, to take other young women whilst doing it, you know, because then you enjoy your world tradition better because you know that we have open space for other young generation to preoccupy to the space and and be sustainable as well. Yeah, thank you.
1: Well, you put it so nicely. I I won't put it so nicely, but I tell all the women do not put up, you know, in South Africa, don't the women don't put up with anybody's masimba. Uh my Zulu, <laughs> you know. Don't <laughs> no, don't. No,
0: you? Yes.
1: You know, we I and I have more, but it, it it might not be appropriate. So I I can go even, I can go deeper for the you know, the the DDs out there with we let them know that we can, you know, don't don't put up with anybody's stuff and keep fighting and keep pushing. Now, when you talk about getting funding, you say you have done business already. Um, Is there at any point that you found where you've been able to say, you know what, I've proven myself in this area that it becomes easier to get funds or do you always seem to start at zero?
0: You know, uh, contrary to that is that with my previous business, I was more of a management consultant you know, so I didn't need a lot of um, financial capital to start my business, you know, I just sell my professional services, you know, for the first time, in tech space, you know, is quite the opposite. One needs to come with the resources, like if I'm in a drone space, I need, if I'm in operations, I need to have those drones, you know, and if I want to build a factory, I need to have investment, for it so that's a cultural shock that as much as i thought i was very successful in my previous business but i didn't need a lot of financial investment you know but with this one i do you know but uh but it's also doable as i said that because i partner with people that have resources we share each other's strength and we move forward you know yeah
1: okay and and when getting that with getting that funding and, and this is for anybody who Is looking for funding. Sometimes people say, only if I had this investor, then things, you know, I could take it so much further. How important do you think it is to already have, you know, everything in place and that you're going to do it whether the investor comes or not? It's just a matter of time. Because some people think if they get that money, it's like they hit the lottery and that they're going to not just be able to finance their business, finance their life, all their problems, their wife and, you know, their kids are all going to fall in line. And start listening to them because they've proven themselves. So, how how important is it to already have your business plan intact?
0: Yes, it's very it's, it's very crucial. It's very crucial. And as you said, that's not only about you having that financial literacy. Business involves a lot. Of, of other aspects, you know, making your client happy as well, you know, and and making them happy in terms of the service, of course, and aftercare service, but how you cost, you know, uh, having said about costing, because most of us as a startup or as, as a small business or whatever you call out, you want to relate ourselves with, is that you believe that you must always under, under cost but that also kills the business you know you need to sustain yourself it cannot be too costly you can also not under cost yourself you know so having that kind of financial literacy in terms of costing but more than anything else is the service delivery you know how do you service your client are you making them happy you know you're not doing scope tripping you know the outcome and and the product that the clients are happy are happy with You know, that's very, very important. And uh, I would like also to emphasize that with business, what I've learned in the process is not about also getting funding. Maybe uh, my business always reminds me that maybe it's a blessing in disguise that you didn't get a secure funding at the beginning of this project with your manufacturing. You can actually uh, 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 self fund yourself because with the money that you secured during sales, because now you're into operation go to client and offer them drone services in mining agriculture disaster and all of that so the money that one is getting there is going to assist us you know to build the factory so the funding won't be as capital intensive unlike before where i didn't have anything but i'll be able to negotiate better and also negotiate better with terms and conditions with my potential funders because i've learned that but also an equity partner in terms of financing. I don't know if you understand what I'm talking about. You know, so those are the lessons that I'm learning in terms of investment that are sometimes a blessing disguise that you don't have money at the beginning, but you you do your thing, you, you learn a lot, you learn the industry and you negotiate better and the money that you think you need it, you realize that you actually need less than that than what you thought you needed at the beginning, you know, in terms of negotiating better. Yeah, so you end up learning to pivot and 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 asking for lesser money than before yeah
1: now this is the best part of business i think my th- for this yeah. next question mm-hmm. you know after you have proven yourself you, the journey it's not over the best is yet to come but you're able to you know feed yourself you're able to hire others and feed others what is your community give back that you were doing or that you plan to do in the future
0: yes oh i'm i'm very passionate about community work. by the way uh, I remember I mentioned at the beginning of this interview uh, that I'm a member of a South African Flying Lab. Um, it's, 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 it's QP Contech, who is a license holder of community work through South African Flying Lab, but also, of course, I've got my business partner, Mr. Jack Shulubane, who is a techn- technical director of Flying Lab you know, this is how we plow back because you go out into the community and, and, and teach them about the, the power of, 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 of being active into this new space of drone technology, you know? So we empower our local community, how and when they can use drone and how can they change the mindset so that also they become financially sustainable. Hence I, I mentioned in the beginning that we teach young ones on on the care, on, on various care option into the space on business uh, various business opportunity. So this is how we plow, we plow back by running a lot of, of 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 drone awareness workshop in the local communities. You know, like training them to be drone pilot maintenance uh, drone maintenance training. So knowing the space. You know, but other than me being into the space of plow back with this drone industry. I've been doing this uh, all my life. Like I'm a deputy president for YMCA's in, in Africa continent, you know. And it's a volunteer. I'm a volunteer there. I'm not getting paid for it. But what I do there, uh, are of course, of because I, I, they had to to bless it, you know, and give me that role. What we do as as volunteers in 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 in, 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 in Africa is that uh, I I, I empower them on social entrepreneurship, you know, how to assist their local uh, communities, but using the concept of social entrepreneurship, you know, because this, this this social enterprise is all about social innovation, so there's a lot of tech that is used, but that is locally based, culturally based. So it's all about social innovation. It's about uh, sustainability. It's about giving back the impact. You know what are the problems in the community? Hence, uh, using YMCA, I'm um, able to plow back and powering the youth in Africa on social enterprise: how to run it, how to own it, and making an impact in the south in, in Africa and no one is paying me because I believe in plowing in, 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 in back into the community. So we keep it on tech. It's a commercial company where, of course, we make our money and profit. But this South African Flying Lab, it's a, a social impact vehicle.
1: And African Alliance YMCA, big shout out to you. And feel free to take this interview and share it to that Whole audience, so you know they can be inspired, which I know at African Young Voices Radio and Spotify and iTunes, everywhere else, people can hear this. YouTube, you know, you guys have been inspired. If people want to connect, especially you know, Sierra Leone hearing about African Alliance, YMCA, they say, you know what, we would love to, you know, be able to, you know, tap in, learn more, see how we can bring this to our countries in Africa. Where's the best place for them to reach out to you if they have an organized idea yeah. and plan? You know, yeah. you got to have your stuff. Don't just call and start mumbling, am ah, with that learned helplessness. No, 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 no. You got to have a plan. But where's yeah. the best place for them to reach out to you?
0: Yes. Yeah, so thank you. I am, um, of course, as I mentioned, two entities. Of course, South of can flying lab where I'm a member, but also with uh, YMCA. it's a global organization, I think they know it. And luckily for us, you won't believe there's there's YMCA in in Sierra Leone. You know, so, and uh, this, uh, if I'm not wrong, there's also Sierra on Flying Lab, because Flying Labs, uh, I mentioned that they're in 23 countries, I just need to confirm that, but I think there is. So what we do, like what you have done in South Africa, South Africa YMCA has partnered with South Africa Flying Lab. You know, it's where, because YMCA comes with a, with a database of youth that are handled for knowledge, handled for tech business opportunities. So has the partnership. So we can apply the same principle with Sierra Leone, whereby a YMCA in Sierra Leone partners with flying lab that is based there and the rest will be it will be history. But they can also Google um, African uh, Flying Lab, I'm sorry, African Alliance, uh, uh, we've got a website and I don't mind also to share my, 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 my email address with you so that you share with them. But African Alliance, we're based in Kenya, Nairobi, our office there, they can check uh, what, well, how are we assisting the youth there. Or alternatively, uh, we've got the website for South African Flying Lab, where they can send me and drop me an email and we can take it from there. Where I can hook up the two agencies, the the, 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 the OMCA and the the Flying Lab in Sierra Leone, how we can work together with them to assist them.
1: Well, Sierra Leone, you got the game. Nairobi, Kenya to Mombasa, you got the game. And you guys, if you do nothing else, I want you again to share this with somebody. It will change their life. Queen, I thank you for coming on and sharing the game with us.
0: Thank you so much. Thanks for the opportunity. I hope I didn't disappoint our audience there. But I'm available. Like I've got website, Pupil Tech, South African Flying Lab for any other engagement outside this. I love youth. I love young people, and um, I'm very humble to keep on inspiring them. Thank you. I hope I have. (laughs) Amen.
1: You guys (laughs) share this. Be blessed.
0: Hi guys, I'm Kai
2: Gaviam from the Diaspora Channel, a lover of Africa. If you love Africa as well and you would love to visit one day or to relocate to Africa, there is a course out there for you. And this course is my first trip to Africa, a course well put together by a seasoned traveler, Kelen Cash. Coleman, this course is designed to prepare you to travel better, which will save you both time and money. And the great news is this course costs only $20, guys. It can't get any better. Go right now and enroll to this course at www.diversifygame.com. Don't miss out.
1: Thanks for getting in the game and listening to the Diversified Game Podcast with Kellen, the number one show pairing entrepreneurship with diverse and inclusive perspectives like wine and cheese, bagel and locks, fish and grits.